Elizabeth. We're cousins and best friends. We live right next door to each other. We're both eight. We were born three months apart. A lot of people think we're twins. Thanks for listening to the Something Epic for Kids podcast. We'll talk about fashion tips, friendship advice, stuff we learned in school, and most of all, the epicest topics we know about. We always want to hear from you. Email us at somethingepicforkids at gmail.com. This is a special short segment about fun we had during winter break, which is, well, a winter break. It's a break off of school, and it's two weeks long. So here's our segment. Let's get started. What do you want to talk about? Um, maybe it's about Valentine's Day. No, it's about the snow. It's our first snow of the year, and we're really excited about it. We've already played in it like five times. We also slid on the ice that was on the porch. It was awesome. We were playing a game about ice skaters. We pretended that we were famous ice skaters, and we were practicing before the big final, which was the day after that. And there was like this freezing thing, and a really mean person there that was competing was named Gus, and he froze my sister, which is Ainsley. So we had to put some spray that on her that would make her unfreeze, but she was still freezing. So we had to put her in the sauna until her, well, this wouldn't happen in real life, until her eyes started to turn back to blue. And they green. Eyes started, started to turn back to green when they used to be blue because she was cold. And her skin got a little more pale because she was so cold. And her hair turned back to brown after it was white because she was cold. And then Gus also froze the person that led the... the boss? We We named named her the Chancellor. Chancellor. (laughs) Gus froze the Chancellor. So then they couldn't find her sister, which was me. Then they found her outside with a frozen heart because she got frozen by Gus, too. But it got into her heart because if you leave her her frozen for three minutes, it gets inside your heart. And so, and then you die three minutes after that. There are only two squirts left of a spray that healed that. The frozen heart? So they had to spray it on her, and then they had to put her in the sauna for a long, long time. About two hours for her to thaw. And then they froze Gus. So they told him what it feels like. Like, they say, how does it feel like in a gentle voice? And then Gus says, terrible. And then they say, that's how it felt like for us when you froze us. So that's how we played it. One of the things added in is that the, the bad person, Gus, was a really terrible skater. But we were amazing at skating. And And he was mean to us, but we were nice to him. Which is really extraordinary, because if someone is really nice to someone, then they should be nice back. We're eight and a half, and we still like to use our imagination for games. Listeners, do some of you still do that? We like to play pretend, even though we know it actually is pretend. And I have one more thing to add. This is my first time my puppy has been in the snow. So, when you went to the bathroom in snow, it turned yellow, which is weird. So you can still see it. We um had a bin, and we had a st- spray bottle that we filled with beet juice, and then we sprayed the snow, it turned pink, and we put um the, all the pink snow into the okay. bin. And it looked very, very cool. It looked like someone had blood stained it. Yeah. Actually, it was beet juice mixed with water. 
But you know, that's why it was pink. In this segment, we're going to interview a visitor. We have here with us my grand from Kentucky. She's my dad's mom and we have some questions to ask her about Christmas when she was a little girl. Our first question is, what were some of your traditions for Christmas? Well, when I was a little girl, we would go out and get a Christmas tree on our farm. And my dad would cut it down. And it usually was a small tree, about three feet or four feet tall, maybe. And we would bring it in, and the cedar would smell so good it made the whole house smell good and we had aluminum type ornaments that we put on our tree and we had electric lights that were real pretty they were all different colors and we had a star on the top of the tree and there were presents underneath and we would open the presents on Christmas morning. What were some of the outside decorations like if people were driving past they could see it? Well, actually, this was in the 1940s, and people didn't decorate outside. About the only thing that people did back in those days was decorate the tree and then have it in the living room. So, it wasn't as intense as it is at the moment. No, but Christmas was not as intense as it is now. Did you ever have any special memories that that you'd always remember? Special memories of Christmas? Yes. It seemed like... We had a tradition that every year I would get a doll. So I had lots of dolls. My grandmother lived with us, and she would make candy. She would make chocolate fudge. And mother would make custard, and we would have such good meals. And my aunts and uncles would come over, and we would visit, and they would have gifts for me. And a particular Christmas, I remember... I was about eight or nine years old. Kids at school had told me that there wasn't such a thing as Santa. Well, I didn't want to believe them. But I kind of got to the point where maybe they're right. Maybe there isn't a Santa Claus. And I would ask Mother and Daddy, and they said, Oh, yes, there's a Santa. Well, that Christmas... It was a real windy night, and we went to bed, and the wind started blowing, and all of a sudden there was this loud noise from the chimney, and I woke up and I said, what was that? And my dad said, it's Santa Claus, stay in your bed, don't get up. I said, okay, but from then on, I knew there was a Santa Claus because I heard him come down the chimney. And I would argue with kids at school that there was a Santa Claus because he came down my chimney. So that was like a memory that you would always treasure? Always treasure, yes. So did you maybe think you would see a little pinprick of red light from Rudolph's nose since it was very windy? Well, I didn't get up and look because I was in the bedroom. But did you think that there might be? I thought there might be some reindeer. I remember sometimes I would think I would hear sounds on the roof on Christmas Eve. And my dad would say, those are reindeer hoofs on our roof. And it was probably the wind blowing or it might have been the cats 
plane on top of the roof because we had a tin roof and cats would get up there and play and they would make lots of noise. When you were a little girl, was there ever a lot of snow? Like when I was six, there was a huge blizzard and everything was closed. The schools were closed. Like it was the very next day from winter break. Everything was closed. The schools were closed. The shops were closed. Everything. And no one was going out of their homes. Because it was huge. The yeah. snow was really... snow was piled up like so high. How high was it? It was about three or four feet, actually. Almost as tall as I was. So, it was very, very scary because the snow was almost up to my window. Did you ever have any blizzards or snowstorms like that? Oh, we had lots of blizzards and snowstorms. And I lived out in the country. I didn't live in town. There weren't any other houses around that we could see. You couldn't see another house where I lived. And the snows would come and we would be housebound because the roads were muddy, they weren't paved, and it was hard to get out. And we just stayed home. And we made snow cream. And my dad had a sled that he gave me and we went up a hill and slid down that hill several times and sometimes the snow would get so high that the dogs couldn't hardly walk in it. Wow. And I remember one time when I was about seven, school was closed for three weeks and we didn't go out at all. We stayed in the house all that time except my dad had to go out and feed the animals in the barn and he had a hard time getting there because he had a He had a pole that he would use to keep him from falling in the snow because it was so deep. He had to work hard to get to the barn and back, make sure the animals were okay. I remember when Teddy once was walking in the snow, since he's white, we could see him, and he almost like sank into the snow. It was so deep. The snow was up to here, and he couldn't move his paws up. Like The snow was up to the top of his legs. And he couldn't move his legs up because he was already buried in it. And he was sinking fast until my dad noticed that since he's sort of off-white and the snow is like cream white, he sort of noticed that there was something fluffy. And he ran out to save Teddy from that. (laughs) So it was sort of like quick save the snow, quick snow. Right. That makes me think of something else that would happen in the winters. My dad would go out to uh, the pond and chop the ice so that the animals could get water to drink. And one time, there was a cow that fell in the pond over the ice. And he had to get some neighbors to come and help bring that cow out of the ice, out of the pond, or it would have frozen. But he saved the cow, right? He saved the cow. He saved the cow. And it was always dangerous chopping that ice with a big axe because my mother and I were worried that Dad might fall in the ice. Or that he might cut himself with the axe. Well, that could happen too, yes. Um, We just had some close calls. What's the highest the snow has ever been? Oh, I remember one year it was about four feet high. Maybe we got only two or three feet of snow, but it would drift 
so high that it seemed much, much higher. And it stayed on for weeks. There was a book that we once read in library. It was about a boy who had a huge blizzard. It was like blocking his front door. He couldn't open his front door. But his family was running out of food. So he jumped like out of the upstairs window with with tennis rackets tied on his feet so he could walk on top of the snow. All he had to do was really step out of the upstairs window because the snow was so high. He let other people peek out of their upstairs windows and tell them what they needed for shopping and then he could he made shopping sprees for almost everyone at oh, everyone I in his neighborhood. That. that was a long time ago. It's been very nice having you here with us, but we have to wrap it up by now. Thank you for sharing all this Christmas stories and helping us make a new segment. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoy doing it. Anyway, we'll see you on the next segment. Bye. Bye. That's the podcast for this week. We would love to hear from you. What do you want us to talk about? Send us an email at somethingimbookforkids at gmail.com. We might read your letter on our podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or at somethingepicforkids.com. Thanks for listening. Bye from Ainsley and Elizabeth.